Oh boy. I'm telling you, here we are. We're okay. This is Chris Perry with the uh, WCHL. <laughs> this is the uh, episode 227 of the WCHL podcast. And we're, we're, this is kind of a loosey start to the whole thing because Linda was just beating up on me before we even turned the microphones on. Linda, what gives? I was not. I was being pleasant and nice and polite like I always am with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> You're calling all sorts of names. Holy smokes. Well, I guess we got, we're trying to figure out what we're going to talk about. And we said, well, we'll just kind of wing it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's hear some crunchy guitars and we'll start winging it. Hold on. Are you ready to wing it? I'm ready to wing it. Let's wing it. <laughs> Let's wing it. No, no, but nobody here wants to hear serious hockey talk anyway. <laughs> yeah, go go to another podcast for that one. Holy crap! Exactly. Jeez. Well, hey, let's let's hope we can just get through this without coughing my brains out, huh? Yeah, that that's the other challenge. <laughs> oh my gosh! How are you feeling, by the way? Are you better? Uh, you know, I am totally hopped up on um, the Robitussin and NyQuil and DayQuil and I had a friend from New York tell me about this thing called Emergency mm -hmm. which is the world's nastiest tasting stuff yuck mm -hmm. oh my gosh but uh boy I'm just plugging away plugging away so yeah I feel better I have I'll tell you at my disposal right now I have the world's best beverage in the world a white Mountain Dew, like at arm's length, it's ready there. It's my emergency. <laughs> you know, if if something goes wrong, I'm just going to rip the lid off and inject it into the port in my arm, so that I'll have a you know a, another boost of energy. Holy well, smokes. at least at least you came partially prepared. That's that's a bonus. <laughs> yeah, well, you just called me all sorts of names before we got going, saying <laughs> I'm I can't wing anything. I've got to be prepared. Come on. So, yeah, but I'm feeling yeah. all right. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we'll see how Good. it goes if I, if I blather on and then end up, you know, throwing up on the microphone or something. So, yeah. Uh, hey, we got, awesome. uh, yeah, what, what a, what <laughs> that, a great visual a for everyone to listen to. Right. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, we had some games and, uh, let's talk about some of those games. Um, let's start with, uh, the games I did not see. Um, and I'm sure the, the games that you did not see either, uh, that would be mm -hmm. Arizona played Grand Canyon division two team played them on Saturday night. That was a six to one win for Arizona. Did you see that game at all? No, I did not. I did not either. It was on a, uh, a black dog entertainment type of pay-per-view type thing. And I wasn't going to pay you to watch that type stuff. Mm -hmm. So good for Arizona for getting out there and killing it and um and killing GCU especially since GCU beat them earlier in the season uh, uh I think what first weekend in January so mm -hmm. good for Arizona to uh bounce back from a from a from a rough road trip out here to Oklahoma and uh, smoke <laughs> GCU 6 to 1 there you go the cough cast is back i like it oh yeah oh yeah it's it's are, still here the potential's still there are you okay? You asked about me. I was so rude. I didn't ask about you. Oh, that's all right. I'm used to that. Well, no, I'm asking I'm, now. I'm I'm as good as I can be. I still got a little bit of cough, but I have my trusty bottle of water here, so we'll see how this goes. All right. White Mountain Dew. It, it cures all ills, apparently. Yeah, I haven't quite made it to the store for that, but I need to get some of that. I do like the White Mountain Dew. That and Rumplemints. That and Rumplemints. It'll, oh, it'll, it'll do wonders for you. It'll clear yeah. your sinuses. I bet it would. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about two other games that I don't think either one of us saw. Um, that would be Northern Arizona. Division two played uh, Arizona State in a home and home over the weekend. Um, on Friday night down in Tempe, that was a five to two NAU win on ASU senior night. And then they drove up to Flagstaff America. And that was a two to one ASU win at the Jay Lively Center in Flagpole. So. Both visiting teams won. Uh, I'm, I'm presuming you did not see either of those games. I did not see either of those games. But good yeah, job for, for Arizona State. Yeah, really good. Sucks that they lost on uh, senior night. Yeah. Um, 
to a Division II team, but um, good for them to come back and uh, perform well up in Flagstaff. So, uh, yeah, they could have easily laid down and laid an egg, but uh, no, no, good for them to come back and win. So, mm-hmm. Very good. All right. So those are, those are games. Those are games that we did not watch or that I did not watch and you did not watch. Um, let's talk about uh, some other games. Arkansas hosted, I think it was Division II McKendry. Is that no, right? it was oh, Illinois, it was State. Illinois State. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Arkansas hosted Illinois State for two games. Did you get a chance to see any of those games? Unfortunately, I did not. I would have liked ah. to have seen those two games. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Arkansas lost, uh, ended up losing both of them. Yeah. So, yeah. That was, Friday was a pretty big, uh, pretty big uh, goal difference there for them. So that, was that's kind of hurtful. It was like, it was like what eight to one, something like that. It was seven like, two. Like, I got seven, seven two. So seven yeah. two, and then the next day they lost two to one. I think it was. Yeah. There you go. I didn't get to see either of those games as well, um, but uh, good, good for uh, the Friday night game. Doesn't sound like it was pretty at all, but um, good for Arkansas for making it a game on uh, on Saturday. They mm-hmm. you know, kids don't have any quit in them, so good for them. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right. Let's move on to uh, some other games that uh, you probably didn't see. What about Missouri State at Iowa State? I Friday, Friday got, and Saturday. Did you get to see them? I got to watch very, very little on Saturday. That's did about you it. really? Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Tell us all about it. Well, there's not much to say. I didn't get to really watch a whole lot of it. Oh, well, you got to watch more than I did. <laughs> All right, so that uh, was I, a Friday. I pretty much just watched. I watched just get a score update, and if I remember correctly, there was still no score, and and I just I ended up having to turn it off. So Friday night, anyway. Iowa State, Iowa State beat Missouri State four to two, and then um, on Saturday, Missouri State returned the favor and beat Iowa State five to three. Mm-hmm. So, and you got to see part of the game that they won. Yeah, and I I kind of wish I I would have been able to watch the rest of that now, especially near the end there, because from what I, it appeared, it was you know Missouri State scored and then Iowa State would score, so it was just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and then finally in that third, Brennan Anderson had enough, and popped in two for the two goal lead, and kept that dangerous lead in hockey going, and uh, got the win. So that's a yeah. really good job, very impressive win on uh, for Missouri State there. It's they, they, you know, they're on the bubble for nationals and they, this is something they needed desperately. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, good for them to keep Friday night close and to actually win on Saturday. I think it helped their cause tremendously. So we'll talk about that though, a little bit later. So mm-hmm. I'm impressed. You actually got to see some of that game. That's yeah. good for you. Good for you. Yeah. You know, I, I hate to claim that when it was only like maybe two minutes, but you know, it was something I made the effort. Two minutes more than, yeah, two minutes more than I got to see. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, we had Colorado playing Colorado State this weekend in WCHL action. The first game Friday night was in Boulder. That was senior night for 12, I think it was 12 Colorado Buffalo seniors. That's insane. That's a lot, that's, that's a a lot, lot. of seniors. Dang. That was a 6 1. Uh, was it 6 1? I think it was 6 yeah. 1. 6 1. 6 1 on uh, Friday. Colorado win, and then the two teams hopped in a bus or cars or whatever, drove up the interstate, and played in Fort Collins the next night, and that turned out to be a 6-2 to two Colorado win in front of a packed house up there at Epic. Did you get a chance to see either of those games? I did not get a chance to see either of those games. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I know. That's kind and, of a bummer. Yeah, that's all right. I didn't get a chance to see the... Uh, uh, much of the uh, Friday night game, um, but I did get to see most of the Saturday night game. And uh, the Saturday night affair was, again, it, the place was packed. I don't think I've ever seen Epic packed as, I mean, they had people up and down the, the stairwells. They had people sitting in people's laps. They, they finally had to start letting people in around the glass around the rink, and they were three deep around the rink. The place was nice. jam packed, and they had the uh, apparently they had to the, the the fire marshal came and 
and had to, you know, start exerting some authority because the place was getting dangerous. So uh, CSU jumped out to a quick one to nothing lead and you thought, uh oh, you know, here it comes after getting pasted the night before. Um, they're going to come out and surprise everybody. And um, they did by scoring the first goal. But then after that, it was all CU. And CU just mm-hmm. really stomped, you know, laid out some domination there in the second period to really blow, blow the game wide open. And um, final score was six to two. So and it was kind of wild because, you know, there during the second period, you can start seeing the stream of people leaving, walking towards the exit. And it was uh, kind of sad. But uh, as the yeah. announcer said on Colorado Sports TV, he said, hey, you know what? We've gone from maximum capacity to just full. So uh, that's that's not bad with all those people leaving. <laughs> We're still full. So, yeah. Well, it's, so, it's really nice that they uh, packed the place. I like to see uh, that. Apparently, I, I, it was Greek night and it was also senior night. And there, there was some other thing going on there. It, that, it was I, I, I've been there a number of times and it's always, they've always got a good crowd up there, but wow, it was packed and you can see it I mean, to the point where the guy has a little camera that he focuses on the, um, on the scoreboard. So it shows the time and score. And mm-hmm. he had to move that to, to allow people to sit down because the place was getting so packed. It was insane. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. I saw them. They saw, they posted one picture of that and made a comment about how packed it was. So that was, yeah. that was cool. Good for them. Good for, good for, good Absolutely. for the Rams too. Yeah. <laughs> too bad that they, uh, they ended up taking it on the chin, but, um, uh, what can you do? Colorado's yeah. a good team. Colorado's a very good team. And I'm yeah, sure nobody's going to lay down for you on senior night. So, nope. Especially a rival. Especially a rival. Mm, yep. So, all right, so those are two WCHL games. Colorado's played one another, and then we had down here two WCHL games. The Oklahoma's played one another, and I know you were at those games. Yeah. Yep, I was at yeah, one I of was. them. I was at one of them. I pulled the shoot on the second one so I could recover, recuperate, rest, get my beauty sleep. And um, uh, so tell me all about... A f- All right, Linda, before we got uh, unceremoniously cut off by the internet gremlins, uh, we were talking about the Oklahoma games, Oklahoma versus Central Oklahoma, Friday night at Edmond, Saturday night in Norman or at uh, South Oklahoma City. You were at both games. I was only at one of them. Uh, the Friday night game was a 6-2. to two. Was that what? Yeah, 6-2 to two UCO win. Saturday was a 2-1 to one UCO win. This is where I say, yeah. tell me all about it. <laughs> I will tell you some of it. Yes. Um, on Friday, I mean, uh, it was actually a pretty good game for the first 11 minutes. Uh, you know, they <laughs> both played well. And oh, what? And not just because OU scored twice, but OU played their game. And it was a good game between the two, and it was a t- it was a good rival game, and it wasn't getting out of hand. And then it started getting out of hand after eleven minutes. So yeah, that happened. OU just you know got um, pretty much just the win knocked out of them after with with penalties, just one right after another. And UCO was able to capitalize on one of those, and by the end of the first, I mean it was a two two game, which. You know, it was still not out of hand. It was still fine, but you could just see that OU just kind of crumbled. Their, I don't know if it was a morale issue. is just the penalties got to them, and they just really couldn't jump back from that. So, yeah, I didn't really – not really a whole lot to say about the second period there. That was definitely all UCO. And uh, after about – after the injury to Paulo D'Souza in the third, I didn't get to watch any more of the game. So I, you'll have to take – from the third period, basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll well we'll talk. Well, let's talk about that. But OU jumps uh, out quickly on him, gets a two to nothing lead, and then um, and you think, oh, you know, historically Oklahoma plays better at uh, at UCO's mm-hmm. barn, and UCO plays better down at o- Oklahoma's rink. Yeah. So you're thinking, up oh, here we go, especially on UCO senior night. Here we go. But um, mm-hmm. 
uh, UCO worked. They got a power play goal, I think it was, to uh, uh, to 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 break the goose egg. So now instead mm-hmm. of two to two to nothing, they're down two to one. And then what? 20, 25 seconds later, they get a fluky goal uh, on a on a shot from the blue from the blue line that deflected off of someone's stick, an OU defenseman's yeah. stick, I think it was, into the Oklahoma net. And uh, you know, in the in the blink of an eye, all of a sudden UCO is gone from two nothing to tied two two, and you could just you know all the momentum was in uh, was in UCO's favor after that. They mm-hmm. came out and they got yeah. three goals in the third. And the, I mean, three goals in the second and another second. goal in the third. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It was just kind of UCO is a, is an excellent team. They've got some speed. They've got some, uh, they've got some, uh, uh, they've got some talent. I mean, they've got, but they've got, they've just got deadly speed and they pass like, uh, like, like nobody's tomorrow. I mean, they can, mm-hmm. It's it's incredible in Oklahoma. You know they took a lot of dumb penalties, um, you know, and a lot of unnecessary penalties. I, I when I say a lot, I think there was maybe what a total of nine penalties in the whole game. But um, yeah, yeah, it wasn't a lot, but it was momentum killers. They were momentum killers. I think the first four or five penalties were all in Oklahoma, and there were, like I said, the, mm-hmm. the one that comes to mind. There was there was one. Uh, uh, Jeff O'Day, number three for Oklahoma, checked a UCO kid into the Oklahoma bench up against the boards, and instead of just letting him go, he yeah. punches him in the in the face for no good reason. Yeah. Um, you know, and maybe he thought that nobody was going to see it, but ooh, next thing you know, you know, he's sitting two minutes in the box, and uh, UCO scores, I think, on that power play. Mm-hmm. So just a lot of uh, unfortunate <laughs> shot themselves in the foot. Tell me, tell me, uh, tell me why you uh, you missed part of the third period there. I know there was a check from Josh Wyatt. He he uh, he got called for boarding. He took uh, Oklahoma's eighty-eight Paula D'Souza into the uh, into the boards, and Paula D'Souza has a history of concussions, um, and so he was D'Souza was down on the ice, and everybody paired up, and it got ugly there. So uh, tell me why you had. Uh, uh, missed part of the third period after that, after they took D'Souza off the ice? Well, I usually work the uh, door at the end of the ice on the visitor side, and I do that for all the UCO games just just to help. I'm there, so I might as well type of deal. And uh, as you know or anybody else that's going to those games on you know rivalry night, it is insanely packed, and it's hard to clear a path and keep the visiting teams safe from all the fans you know when they're trying to get on and off the ice i mean that's just normal so when when i saw him kind of reach down towards his knee i mean i really i I was first obviously concerned with concussion because of his past issues but i saw him reach down and and grab behind his knee and i knew once the trainer came out that we were going to probably we were going to have to get him off the ice so I immediately it was trying to clear a pathway and, you know, having to be pretty loud about it because the, the fans were not wanting to move. They were wanting to to give him crap getting off the ice. And that was not going to be allowed at all by me and and the two security officers that were there. So we got it cleared off and we were getting him off the ice. Um, some things transpired as I was not I, but as we were getting him off the ice, he did have to be helped off the ice back to the uh, dressing room. I took exception to a few things that happened. Um, I took exception to one person getting in the face and trying to assault a parent of an OU player and had to get in the middle of that. And I'm starting to get a little wound up right now talking about it. So if I curse, I apologize. Uh, (laughs) But you know, please, after please don't. That, please don't. What? Please don't curse. Go ahead and stop me so I can calm down. And, and please don't apologize. <laughs> but no, keep keep going. I, I want to hear it. I I didn't see this. I was on the other side of the rink, and so uh, uh, I'm, what, I'm trying to keep happened. a lot of details out of it. So I'm trying to keep this as a as a cleaned up version as I can. Okay. Um, but yeah, that that did happen. I had to get in the middle of of that confrontation however you want to put that um as i finally got the kid away 
got the parent away. They went back to where they were. Then the beer can started flying out of the out of the stands, and that's it was just I was done at that point. So I stayed back behind there to make sure none of them decided to try and fight anybody else or spit on anybody else or throw beer on anybody else. I was just I was I almost dropped the f bomb. I was done. I was <laughs> I was really done at that point, and uh, so I didn't watch the rest of the third period. I mean. You know, to me, the game was pretty much, I hate to say over, but I mean, it was over. OU was, OU was done. And then it, it became a part of, you know, physical <sighs> safety, I guess. So it was a, an adventurous night. And um, it's been a while since I've had to do anything like that. But uh, it's good to know that training is still there. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. You didn't have to whip out a so, taser or anything, did you? No, I didn't have one on me. <laughs> but you would have had you had one on you. Nah, uh, I wouldn't have done that. But it, 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 it got it got violent and I had to get violent and things happened and it was handled and Paulo's gonna be okay and I just Yeah. Look at yeah. you. Look at you. Interesting. There was I, um I knew at one point in time they called for security over to the penalty box, and so I, I ran over there because I was on that side of the rink. I ran over there, and it, as well as a couple of other uh, folks, and it turns out that uh, they were reporting what you had reported to me via text was that people were throwing pennies on the ice. Well, yeah, yeah. I first saw we saw the pennies, and I texted you that there are pennies on the ice because I was trying to get we couldn't get the refs' attention that there were freaking pennies on the ice, and it was right after that was when the DeSousa hit happened. Okay. So, you know, well, and yeah, the calling for security, you know, that's when this was going down and it was me because the security, one guy was handling another group of freaking students that were being, <sighs> being UCO students. Um, and, you know, and I found out later, yeah, they were trying to get you to, or get somebody to get calling security, the penalty box. And it's like, I don't need them there. I need them here with me. So by the time they got over there, it was already done deal and handled. But yeah, fun times. Hockey. Wild Ooh. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, interesting. Well, that turned out to be a six to two um, win for UCO. And um, the 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 nice thing, or the, the, not the nice thing, but um, hmm. one of the reasons the, that I was there, it was uh, UCO by virtue of uh, winning more more games than not they secured the uh their third consecutive wchl championship so uh the security guard who was over there helping you at one point in time brought the uh, wchl trophy trophy over to me and uh it was for the first time in five years i was able to present it to the winning team on home ice and it was uh kind of cool you know, they uh, they brought it out there to uh, uh, for the team. They had the the team photo out there, and then they opened up the doors and they said to all the knucklehead fans that were there, probably all the ones that you were fighting, "Come on out!" Yeah, that and, was and awesome to see. Us. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome to see them celebrate that kind of behavior. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> that and that was sarcasm, by the way. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm pissed. I'm sorry. I apologize. It's all right. You don't need to apologize. The, uh, um, it, you know, a lot, they had a lot of, uh, they had a lot of, fr uh, friends and family out there. They also, I know the UCO football team was out there and they were chugging beers and, um, chanting USA, which I found ironic since most of the UCO boys are from Canada, but, um, yeah. you know, they're, they're UCO football guys. So what, 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 what else can you expect? Well, and, um, uh, but it, it was kind of a neat little scene, the, um, you know, to have the, the team out there with their fans and, uh, you know, celebrate with her fans and lots of pictures were had and it was a, it looked like a pretty good time. I understand that maybe, um, maybe you might not have appreciated it very much, but it was, uh, it, it was kind of cool. I, I thought it was kind of a cool little scene. No, I think it's important that teams do do that and that they would, uh, have their fans come out on the ice and all that. It was just, you know, in this particular case, you know, that was kind of, uh, a little different attitude about it, but no, I think that's what teams should do. I think it's a great thing to do. Well, tell me and all those about football Saturday. guys are pretty much generally decent. So for the most part, there's, there's a couple for of them the that think part, they're, you know, know. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple there that think the they're, kid they're I fought was not a football guy. 
Okay. All right. Anyway. Well, the, um, uh, there's a couple on that football team that think they're Jerry Seinfeld and the, uh, you know, God's gift to comedy and, uh, they couldn't be farther mm. from the truth, but whatever. Well, uh, I figure that was yeah, the none of them know talking. a damn thing about hockey or their UCO team. And they, it's so it's like, I, I won't even call them hockey fans cause they're not, they're just there to start crap. So, yep. you know, yep. well, tell me all about Saturday's affair because you were there and I was not, and that was a two to one UCO victory at Oklahoma's rink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so tell so tell me all about it since you were there and I wasn't. Uh, it was. I mean, it was. Uh, it was nothing like Friday. I'll tell you that it was pretty. It was pretty decent. Uh, they both had good chances, and it was. I think. I think it ended up. Uh, there was no score in the first period, and just everything happened in the second. To be honest, uh, yeah. all the goals, all the fights, all the penalties, all the bad words thrown around that that was a it was an intense second period that's for sure really um so yeah so by the by the third it was just i think both teams were were kind of done with it you know that kind of mellowed out a little bit and ou was so caught up in their own penalty trouble it was just you know it just kind of felt like on the ice from both sides it's like let's just go ahead and just get this thing over with but i will say that ou you know, about halfway through the third, started getting some jam back in that to, to try, and they made some good efforts. But I mean, you know, you got Alex Henry was in that for UCO, and he made some, made his good stops like he does. And I will say the one good thing, uh, I that the new kid we got, Isaac Bose, Bossy. Sorry, I don't know why I said Bose. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> they had an empty net there when they pulled the goalie and. And boy, I can't remember who it was from UCO, but he just, he had a clear shot and, and, but, uh, Bossy managed to get right in front of it. And I think pretty much, I think he stopped it two or three times before he finally went crashing in the net. So, I mean, he saved the empty net goal for him and kept him, kept him alive to still get a chance to tie it. But, you know, they just kind of ran out of time, which has kind of been a thing this season with them. They, they try a little bit, they try too hard too late, you know, and they run out of time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Oklahoma's, I, I think if there's one thing we've, we've talked about it before over the course of the season, Oklahoma's just not a 60 minute team. And, um, so they just, uh, uh, they've, it's, it's, it's too bad. It's too bad. They sound like they had, uh, they had some momentum going in, uh, uh, in the, in the second period, but just couldn't put it together and, uh, just couldn't find the back of the net. So interesting, mm-hmm. interesting. All right. So, but you didn't get in any fights on Saturday, did you? I did not. I had okay. a great Saturday night, actually. Well, I'm not asking about Saturday night. I'm asking about Saturday during the game. Yeah, no Saturday. Well, during, about- well that was it. It was part of it. I mean, it led into, you know, we had okay. a, the the sooner it was senior night for the seniors and and uh, the two seniors, and that was uh that was pretty nice. I even got to slip a little bit on the ice and got cheered at by the by the team so that was awesome you fell and <sighs> i didn't fall thank god <laughs> you just slipped you know you know how you kind of just get that whoop so, yeah all right yeah so yeah that was and, and then and no then fight you, though and then that turned into a, a wonderful saturday night for you huh mm-hmm. i had to skate with the sooners after the game so the, the and that's always hard to do i always feel bad to have the guys do that after a loss like that but you know, they were all good about it. And there were quite a few people there and some for their fans to go skate with them. So it turned out to be a good deal. Very nice. Very nice. Did you skate with the Sooners? I did not. It was freezing cold. I did have my skates with me in the truck and I just decided I was not going to go out to the truck to get my skates. That was (laughs) too much cold and effort. (laughs) All right. So I I just kind of took some pictures as i could yeah well there you go there you go very good well hey those those games um they were the last games for the wchl season and so everybody in the wchl now is done playing wchl hockey Uh, everyone has played 22 games in central oklahoma as we've already talked about they won the regular season championship they went 19 wins one loss two shootout losses or overtime losses which is pretty good 
Um, Colorado finished in second place with 52 points. Arizona finished in third place with 38 points. Right on their heels was Missouri State with 36. Oklahoma finished in fifth place at 29 points. Arizona State was in sixth place. Colorado State in seventh. And Arkansas was last with eighth. And we tweeted out the expanded standings that showed uh, overtime losses, all all the records, wins, all that kind of junk, goals for, goals against. The thing that I noticed uh, uh, the most, it's in terms of goals for and goals against, um, was that the team that scored uh, the mo- they, the team that scored the most goals and had the the highest plus minus differential, if you will. Um, that's probably a, a bad word, but they won the championship. Um, Oklahoma, uh, Central Oklahoma had, uh, they had 54 points. Uh, they scored 92 goals. They let in 38. So there's a 54 point difference. Um, and, uh, the next closest there was, uh, was Colorado. They let in a hundred, they scored 101 goals, but they let in 55 for a 46 goal difference. And it's, um, it just it just goes to show that um, you know uh, scoring plus defense is what's going to win you everything here. I mean, you look at Oklahoma, for instance; they scored seventy goals, but they had seventy-seven goals scored against them. That's why they finished fifth in the conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, poor Arkansas scored. Arkansas and Colorado State scored the same amount of goals. Um, about about Arkansas had forty-nine. Colorado State had forty-eight, but. Arkansas let in 16 more goals than CSU did. And so that's the difference between seventh and eighth spot. So, um, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of, uh, kind of telling, um, you know, uh, so, uh, score goals, keep, keep the puck out of your net and you're going to win games. Uh, I mean, it's not rocket science. So mm-hmm. anyways, kind of interesting, kind of interesting. So the WCHL season is in the books for the 2017, 2018 season. And we've awarded the championship to the Central Oklahoma Broncos, third year in a row. It's kind of wild. I'd forgotten that this was our fifth year. We should have done something special for the fifth year. Yeah, why didn't you? We need to fire the commissioner. You know, he should. He should have had like shirts printed out or something. Oh, something with a big X or a V or whatever it is. I guess would be a V. Create a cool. Yeah, like a cool logo or something. You know, to put on social media, but. No, <sighs> I guess we need to start looking for a new commissioner. That guy's a loser. That guy's a loser. Hey, let's hear some intermission music and then we'll come back and we'll talk about rankings and Hall of Fame and some other loser stuff. Okay, hold on. All right, hey, we're back. Linda, are you are you going to be okay? I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. You you, you got yourself worked <laughs> up. You got yourself worked up talking yeah, about. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. Fighting college kids. <laughs> and now, now we're having a cough fest. So, all right. So, hey, the rankings have have come out. They were they came out last Wednesday, and let's see here. Colorado dropped. Uh, UCO was fifth, I believe it was. And um, let's just go through the ranking. This was ranking number 17. We're two rankings away from the big uh, reveal for who's going to nationals. Central Oklahoma was number five. Colorado dropped from six to eight. Um, Arizona is 16. Missouri State is 18. Oklahoma, 20. And Arizona State was 24. And I believe that Colorado State was 33 and uh, Arkansas was 35. Now, those were the rankings as of last Wednesday. Um, A little birdie has provided some a sneak peek at some updated rankings as to what we might look at coming this Wednesday. Central Oklahoma looks to be number seven. Colorado looks to be number eight. Arizona is 16. Missouri State with their split up at uh, Iowa State has moved into 17th spot. 
Oklahoma drops from 20 to 21. Arizona State drops from 24 to 26. Colorado State stays at 33. Arkansas drops to 37. So that should that should make for an interesting little Nationals matchup, if you will. That would mean four mm-hmm. teams from the WCHL make it into the Nationals field, which won't be bad. But the oh, crappy be part, pretty darn awesome. But the crappy part about it is, right now, number sixteen would play number seventeen, which would mean a first round game would be Arizona versus Oof. Missouri State. Oof! I know. Oof! How, how I, the I don't want to see that. No. How, neither do I. In the first round game, oh my gosh! That's that's just that's just wrong. <laughs> but what what we're looking at for one through four is Minot State. Adrian Lindenwood in Ohio. Those guys have been set pretty much in stone at one through four. And then after that, it's the, the teams are there. They've just maneuvered around. It's some combination of Illinois, Robert Morris, Illinois, Central, Colorado, Jamestown, Liberty, Michigan, Dearborn, Nevada, Las Vegas, Iowa State, Stony Brook, and Davenport. And then Iowa, uh, Arizona and Missouri State finish out 16 and 17. So those, basically the five through nines have all moved around a little bit. Illinois, Robert Morris, Central, Colorado, Jamestown. And then, uh, you know, the, the, the 10, 11, 12s have moved around a little bit. Liberty, Dearborn, and Vegas. And Iowa State, uh, surprisingly, they dropped. Uh, they, were, they were a 13, or they're going to be a 13. Stony Brook looks like they're going to be a 14. So, uh, uh, anyways... It presents some intriguing matchups at Nationals because it looks like if if Nationals were being held today, number 16, Arizona, would play number 17, Missouri State. Davenport, number 15, would play a play-in game against, I believe it would be um, uh, um, uh, Pittsburgh. Um, And then, let's see here, Stony Brook would play Buffalo, and Iowa State would play Drexel in the play-in games. Then the winners of those games would play Minot, Adrian, Lindenwood, Ohio. And then the 5 through 12 games would be Illinois versus uh, Nevada, Las Vegas, which would be a, kind of a real good show. Robert Morris versus Michigan Dearborn, Central Oklahoma versus Liberty, and Colorado versus Jamestown. So, uh, man, all those would be good matchups. Yeah, yeah, they will be good matchups. If, but of course, you know, that's if, if we're to go to nationals now. And we know we've got at least one more game, one more weekend's worth of games to play. And so things are going to maneuver around again. So uh, it'll, mm-hmm. be, it'll be something different. But uh, I know Colorado is happy because they're not going to play Iowa State. So uh, <laughs> you know, they, I think they played them the past two years. And it looked like there for a second that they were going to play them again. So uh, they're, they're <laughs> going to be happy not play them for the third year in a row. Yeah, and Central oh, yeah. would Central playing Liberty would be a good matchup, and then um, yeah, the only crap matchup about the whole thing would be Arizona having to play Missouri State right from the jump. Yeah. That, would, that would stink. Yeah, uh, but uh, I, we've got to do something about that. We can't have that. Yeah, well, if only we knew somebody who could gerrymander the rules. Hmm. If only. If, if only. only. I don't think I don't think I can do that. <laughs> I don't think I can do that. I don't think you're powerful enough for that. No, I, 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 I couldn't justify. I mean, no that. offense. Thank you. No, I'm not offended at all. So I think the only <laughs> thing I can do is make sure that Ohio is not playing uh, in a in a different arena. I think we're going to have to maneuver that uh, that around because we're we're running into conflicts at nationals with um, the Columbus Blue Jackets, you know, that any that pesky NHL team that happens to be next door to us, um, they're going to demand their rink for morning practices and it's going to get in the way of some of our games. So, Oh, that's not cool. Yeah, I'm going to have to talk to those guys. I'm going to see if I might be able to get a hold of uh, their coach and, you know, just me and him just have a nice little sit down and say, hey, pal, you don't need any practice, you know. You don't, you don't. Well, they practice. have, they can practice in their own rink. You know, they can practice in the, the, the game, the, the game rink. Yeah, I don't think so. Suck it up. You can do it for a couple I days. I don't think so. <laughs> Unfortunately, the WWE and Blake Shelton and other things are going to get in the way. Oh, so. no. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe we'll get to see some WWE superstars. Maybe we Yay. can entice them to come on over and watch some ACHA hockey. 
How, how cool that, would that be? I mean, that get, would be cool and all. But. Yeah, to get, who, who's your favorite WWE superstar right now? I, I, I don't watch that. Neither do I, but you got to know somebody. I, the only dude that I can think of that I like is The Rock, and he doesn't even do it anymore. So. Sure he does. Sure he does. He comes back. Oh, wrestlers never die. They always come back. Hulk Hogan, will <laughs> Hulk Hogan was wrestling when I was a teenager. I'm sure he's still wrestling now somewhere, somehow. Right? The Rock yeah, is going to be wrestling. Yeah, I'm sure he's not wrestling every weekend, but I'm, no, I'm sure he wrestles mm-hmm. once a year or something like that. I mean, I just saw Stone Cold Steve Austin. He just wrestled a little bit. So he beat up on Mr. McMahon the other day. Yeah, okay. So, okay, so you like The Rock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the Rock's cool. I mean, back in the day when I watched it when I was a kid, I liked uh, Junkyard Dog and there you uh, go. The Ultimate Warrior. Oh, yeah. So. Okay. Who else? Hmm? Who else? George the Animal. What was his last name? Steel. He would always eat yeah. the turnbuckle. Yeah. Green tongue and all. Yeah. He was cool. Yeah. You know, my, <laughs> I, I went when I was a kid here in Oklahoma City, and this is going to really date me. I, I loved the best part of going to the. Have you, have you ever gone to a WWE event and gone to one of those TV taping shows, Raw or SmackDown or whatever it is? I, I mean, I've been to, to one of the wrestling events. Okay. All right. If you go and this, oh, yeah. if you if you've never been, and who knows if people are listening, and all of a sudden we veered from hockey to wrestling, but um, <laughs> uh, the, the live wrestling is at its best when it's not on TV. Those shows that are on TV are awful to watch live and in person because so much of that junk now happens backstage or outside or at some other venue or wherever it is, and there's plenty of commercials and plenty of junk going on and nothing going on in the ring. The best mm-hmm. events are what they call the dark matches or the house shows where, you know, it's, there's no TV going on and it's just the, 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 the wrestlers are there to entertain the people in the building. There's none of this backstage crap. There's none of this limousines right. exploding or people jumping out of airplanes to land in the ring, that sort of junk. Um, so anyways, I, I, I used to go to a couple of, I, when I was a kid, I went to some house shows years and years and years ago, Hulk Hogan, big John steel, uh, big, big, no big John stud. That's what it was. Uh, George, the animal steel was there. It was great, but I went there with my dad and, you know, me and a couple of my knucklehead friends, we were down there ringside, you know, slapping people on the back and stuff like that. And my dad and his buddies were up, up in the stands laughing at us the whole time. And I remember as we left, my dad said, Chris. Do you know how old I, I loved this wrestler called the missing link? And he was kind of like a mixture uh-huh. between George, the animal steel and the ultimate warrior. And then he had some kind of goofy makeup. He, he was goofy, awesome. And he had a goofy haircut <laughs> and he would grab the back of his head and he would like headbutt himself into the turnbuckle. He was awesome. I loved him. The missing link from parts unknown. And my dad said to me, as we we're driving home, he said, Chris, how old do you think the missing link is? And I said, huh? You know, I was, I don't know, 15, 14, 13. I, I was like, I don't know, 20, 25. What do you think, Dad? And he was like, my dad said, that guy was every bit of 50 or 55 years old. And he's out there wow. making a living like that. So I see these guys now in kind of a different perspective. I love JYD, Junkyard Dog. Can't go wrong with mm-hmm. him. Obviously, he's no longer with us. Um but I see mm-hmm. these guys, these wrestlers who have been around forever and ever and ever, like John Cena, who's been around for, I mean, my, my son is 21 years old. I took my son to go see John Cena at a WWE thing when my son was like five. And John Cena is still around 16 years later doing the same stupid you know, mm-hmm. white gangster stuff, you know, white <laughs> hip hop boy, whatever you call him, you know, wearing the long jean right. shorts, the jorts. So. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, maybe we'll get to see some of those knuckleheads. They'll come on over from uh, from next door and uh, want to see some real hockey while we're in Columbus. You I mean, that, that'd be cool. Maybe we can get John Cena out there to drop the ceremonial first puck or one of those divas. Ugh. Yeah. 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 We can make this happen. You know, we can definitely make this happen. If we knew somebody in power. If we knew somebody. Well. So, anyways. Um, all right. What else do you want to talk about? 
uh, I, I, I don't know. What do you got? Well, the, AC, the ACHA elected uh, announced, I was going to get to this last week before I had my coughing fit, but uh, last week the ACHA announced uh, the, the sole member of its Hall of Fame class of 2018. His name is Dr. Gerald Capel. He is the founding father for the uh, club hockey at the University of, uh, here I'm going to butcher it, at Northern Arizona University in Flagstaff, Arizona. And so Dr. Capel will be honored at a, at a, at a, a dinner um, down in uh, Naples, Florida in late April, along with uh, one of the 2017 recipients, uh, former Ohio player and coach Dan Morris. Uh, Dan couldn't make it to the um, event last year, but he's going to be there this year. So we'll honor both uh, Coach Morris and uh, Dr. Capel. And that was kind of uh, big news, I thought. Kind of exciting news. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Good for Dr. Capel, especially to get some love you- for some folks out in the West. Mm-hmm. He, uh, yeah. he started the club program back in, geez, I want to say it was like, sometime in the seventies or eighties. And then, uh, they, they actually went NCAA varsity for a couple of years. They played in a dome. Uh, the, the, they called it the, 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 uh, it's called the walk up sun dome, but they played in this dome, which is where they also played football and they played NCAA, uh, uh hockey there. And in fact, uh, two of their better known alumni are Greg Adams, who went on to play for years and years and years, I think with the uh, Canucks. And um, Bob Beers, who uh, uh, had a cup of coffee with the uh, or more with the uh, with the Boston Bruins, so uh, <laughs> kind of wild that uh, you know some the NAU punches out some uh, some some uh, NHL players, and, and you know they they had some rink issues, and uh, they were you know the lone NCAA team way out here in the West, and so they folded after uh, their NCAA program after about five or six years and they started up their club program again. But, um, and Dr. Capel was still involved there and he, now he lives down in Tucson. He comes to all the, um, uh, NAU games when NAU plays in, in, uh, plays U of A at, uh, at the Tucson convention center. So kind of cool. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll celebrate Dan Morris from Ohio, but also we'll celebrate Dr. Gerald Capel from NAU. Very nice. Heck yeah. I can tell you're thrilled. I am thrilled. Yeah. You want to go back and talk <laughs> I wrestling? Don't know, I don't know these gentlemen. I apologize. We can go back and talk wrestling if you want. No, that's quite all right. I do not want to talk about wrestling. <laughs> what, 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 what do you want to talk about? What, what are some of Linda's gritches or, or highlights or things that you <laughs> to talk about? You know, here, I'll, I'll give you a little something here. There you go. Um, for, for everybody out there listening. I just want to take a moment and say that you should be eternally grateful that if you get into your vehicle and turn the heater on and it comes on and you get warm, just be grateful for that. Because there's some people out there that spend like their whole day in a hockey rink and then they come out and it's like five degrees outside and windy. And then they get in their car thinking that, you know, they're going to turn it on and get warmed up, you know, and. And it doesn't happen. So I just want to say that. <laughs> would, would that be somebody that we know? Yeah, it's it's somebody that you know. Yeah. <laughs> In the heat, the heat's not coming off your engine block. I'm sorry. I, I said the heat's not coming off your engine block. <laughs> no. No, the uh, the heater in my in my truck died when I was leaving the OU game. Oh no! Saturday, so that that was awesome. I I drove all the way to Norman, just freezing. So I'm glad that I still have the Yankee in me, and I still had all my uh, supplies in the in the truck, the extra coats and gloves and scarves. <laughs> oh jeez! Oh yeah, it was fun. That sounds like it. I made up for it later. It's okay. <laughs> Didn't do we need to ask? No, no, no. I just went. Just went to a friend's house. Okay, had some fun. Watched some uh, Olympics. Watched the women's Olympic hockey games. So. Well, there you go. That let's cool. let's talk about some some of the Olympics hockey. The Olympics are going on in Pyeongchang or wherever the heck that is in South Korea. Everything is manufactured over there, so like there's no snow or it's, mm-hmm. it's, there's nothing but wind and cold temperatures. But they put snow everywhere. 
what do you think about the women? They came out, the USA women. Uh, the men haven't started yet. They start on they start in two days on the 14th. But the women have a three to one win over the Finns. What do you think of that? I thought it was pretty awesome. It was kind of kind of worried there for a minute, but you know that I've been watching it enough. The USA women's team to know it. You know they they tend to start out slow sometimes. So, but yeah, Finland. What well, was the, just a few seconds towards the end of the first period there? They popped one in, and that was kind of a fluky goal too. And it's like, oh boy, here we go. And I'm trying to explain to my friend all these. Because I know most of the players on the team, and not know them personally, but I know of them, and so I mean, it was a good time. It was nice to be able to talk a little bit of women's hockey there, and uh, and watch some hockey in the middle of the night at like two a.m. That that's, that's what, always fun. That's what I was going to ask. It was like a sixteen-hour <laughs> time difference, so this game had to be on at like yeah, three in the morning. Think, yeah, it came on. I want to say at one thirty. <clears throat> I think we pulled the shoot at like three thirty and finally went to bed. Yikes. Yikes. So, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I was tired yesterday, needless to say. Well, that's why we're doing the podcast here on Monday night, not uh, yesterday, because you were tuckered out. Well, I mean, I could have done it yesterday, but, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not complaining that we didn't, because I was pretty exhausted. Too, too, too much information there. We didn't need to hear all about you and your, your friends staying up late at night and cuddling up and everything, so watching oh. hockey. So. Yeah, yeah, hockey is so cuddly. Oh my gosh! All right. Well, what 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 else is going on in the world of uh, uh, Linda Donnelly? Uh, no, I'm just just uh, getting pumped for for nationals. Really, nationals is coming up. Getting focused and nationals is coming up. Got a lot of uh, red, get, work that that I'm doing on my end, program wise, puck wise, uh, mm-hmm. merchandise wise. Holy smokes wise, it's going to be here before we know it. Yeah. Oh, no. We've got two more games here in uh, Oklahoma to deal with this weekend. And uh, actually, lacrosse season starts for me on the same day as the last OU hockey home game. So I've got that to deal with. Wow. At, yeah. Busy girl. So, busy girl. And then I can focus on national. Huh. <laughs> I am busy. It's been pretty and crazy lately. Sick and busy and uh, traveling around in a non-heated car. Interesting. Like I said, I don't have time to be sick. I got stuff to do. Wow. Impressive. All right. Well, anything else that we've uh, prattled on and on about? You didn't even bring up Ryan Armstrong driving the bus up there in Iowa State. I figured that would be high on your priority <laughs> list. One of our eight listeners is now a certified oh uh, certified commercial drivers. Got a CDL. You know, I'm sure he's you a Class wanna, A driver. You want to talk about... I about I had a heart attack thinking that that was actually true. It's like that cannot happen. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, man, they had a heck of a ride bus ride back home. They they did not have good travel time. Well, Luckily, everybody made it back safe and sound. Yeah, yeah. That's the kind of kind of the danger of uh, kind of the danger of going to uh, you know going to these desolate places in the middle of uh, January and February. No. Uh-huh. Hockey's played in the winter, so you got to kind of deal with that. How about this? I feel for the Utah team that's coming out here to play Oklahoma this weekend. Right. Because they're bussing. And yeah. oh, no. that's going to be a long ride all the way from Salt Lake City to that's... Norman, America. Oh, my goodness. How about this? Those poor guys. I feel bad for the Central Oklahoma guys. They're flying. They go to play Robert Morris, Pennsylvania in Pittsburgh this weekend, right? So what, what yeah. do you think they're going to do? Well, they're going to fly. They're going to fly. But first, they're going to get on a bus and go to Dallas to fly from Dallas up to Pittsburgh. Oh, that's only three and a half hours away. They can suck it up. Yeah. Okay. You suck. I'm still angry. You, you, you suck that up at midnight. That's a, that's, a hellacious, <laughs> that's a hellacious travel day right there. I can't believe that. Yeah. But I guess they're 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 going to save a, a scud of money by uh, going out of Dallas as opposed to going out of Oklahoma City. So, and then we've got Linda Wood coming yeah, up. They're playing surprise Linda me. Wood's playing Arkansas this weekend. I think McKendry Division Two McKendry is playing Missouri State this weekend. Missouri State Colorado State goes on the road. Mm-hmm. I think they're at Minot and Jamestown this weekend, and Arizona and Arizona State are hooking up twice down in Tucson. So that should be uh, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, it should be kind of a, an interesting weekend. Everyone should be have their plate full. I don't know that I don't know that Colorado is playing this weekend. I think they I think they're done. But if not, I think so. I'm not positive. Yeah, neither am I. Neither am I. So, but if they're playing, sorry. <laughs> yeah, really. Sorry, sorry. All right. Well, very good. You don't. I, I'm. I'm. I was positive you wanted to talk about senior days and all that kind of stuff because there was a lot of senior day stuff going on. But no. Well, yeah, but see, then I'll get like all gushy and emotional and soft, and I I don't need that out there. You were there for the Oklahoma Senior Day. You were there for the Central Oklahoma Senior Day. Uh-huh. I saw on Facebook that you mm-hmm. posted something about the Arkansas Senior Day, and you said something about the Colorado Senior Day and the Colorado State Senior Day. So mm-hmm. it was. Uh, it's that time of the year. Lots of seniors coming and going. Well, it's. You know, it's, um, I don't, I just, I don't know how to really say it. I mean, I feel like I've just kind of grown with these guys over the past few years, being more involved and in, uh, getting to know them through the WCHL. So it, it is a little bit more, I don't know if to say personal, but you know, it's, it means a little bit more. I know more of the, more of them, you know, and it's, uh, it's been an honor and privilege to watch them all grow and and play. So all, it's kind of sad to see him go. All of these stalker opportunities are paying off for you, is what you're saying. That <laughs> stalker, yeah, that's totally me. I thought it was kind of cool. I, I saw some of the uh, pictures from Boulder and John Nitchin, I believe his name is John. Um, his little brother plays for Colorado State. So they honored John as a senior at, uh, at CU and his little brother comes over in a CSU outfit to hop in the senior photo picture with uh, mom and dad. I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> so, uh, oh, that's, that's really yeah, nice yeah. Yeah. Good for him. So I thought that was, I thought that was that's, pretty that's sharp. That's always good. Yeah. I'm mean, glad on good on CU for, uh, for letting that happen as opposed to saying, get the heck out of here. So, all right. Well, Hey, let's speaking of get the heck out of here. Let's us get the heck out of here. That way you can, uh, you maybe go fix your truck. And I will uh, go <laughs> have some uh, more White Mountain Dew. Uh, we thank every, all nine people for, or nine or ten people for listening to this podcast. One of those pictures I saw from CU had uh, one of our nine listeners, Diane Clancy, in it. She was the uh, grandmother for for uh, Colin Champagne. So mm-hmm. it's it's we're, we're seeing uh, you know our nine our nine or ten listeners are coming out of the woodwork with. Uh, with Ryan Armstrong, bus driver extraordinaire, and now uh, Grandma extraordinaire, Diane Clancy. So that's kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, but we thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for listening and uh, putting up with us. We're, we're grateful that we made it through this uh, this this edition of the podcast without coughing our brains out. So uh, find you can find this thing on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and wherever else great podcasts are found. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell whoever you want uh, all about this. We, we, the more listeners, so if we can add one or two more, that'd be even better. Send Linda an email at wchlpod at gmail.com. Or you can follow the Western CHL on westernchl.com or Western CHL on Twitter. And at the, follow the podcast at wchlpod on Twitter. And it's also on Facebook somewhere, wchlpod. And I think that's about it. We've got, uh, we're only two weeks away. Heck, this time next week, we should know the field for nationals and we should know who's going and who's not. And uh, I think, Mm -hmm. I think Linda, I don't want to tip our hand, but I think we're going to have a special guest come on and do some nationals pickums. Isn't that right? We, we, we sure were. Well, yeah, (laughs) we will have a special guest. We'll do our uh, bracket challenge again. Our bracket challenge. I don't know if we can if we can do beer with this one, but uh, maybe we'll we'll find something else we can put on the line. I bet we could figure something. Yeah, yeah. We could figure something else out. Yeah. Very nice. In fact, we don't. You still owe Army some uh, beer from no, that. If last he drives year? the bus down here, I'll definitely load it up, and uh, we'll 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 take care of it. <laughs> so yeah, come on, come on down here. I'll, if if I see him in uh, if I see him in Columbus, if we're fortunate enough, I'll I'll make sure he gets his case of beer. Yeah, yeah, we'll get that done. That works. You'll get that done. Oh, <laughs> look at you walk back from that. Thanks a lot, hanging me out there. <laughs> All right. There's no we. <laughs> no, the, the royal we. Yeah, the royal we is now you, fat boy. So, 
All righty. Well, hey, let's get the heck out of here, Linda. We appreciate everyone taking the time to listen, and uh, we blathered on long enough. Let's uh, get the heck out of here. Say the magic words. All righty then. Goodbye. <laughs>